Hey everyone, welcome. You're listening to the Magic at Home podcast, episode one. Welcome to the show. That just feels really surreal to actually say out loud. Because it's kind of funny actually seeing you say it. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, here we are. I know. This is fun. Here we are. Well, welcome. How, many, how long has this been in the plans for? We have definitely thought about doing a podcast for, I would say, a few months now. We just really weren't sure what to podcast about, but here we are. And we're going to tell you all about our podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm Corey. Yes, this is Corey. And my name's Brianna. And we are your hosts of the Magic at Home podcast. So like I said before, Corey and I really wanted to start a podcast for a while, but we didn't know when or really what we wanted our podcast to be about. We love to travel. We have newly found a love for Disney. Mm-hmm. And we thought, you know what? Everyone else is doing it. And why can't we listen to our own podcasts and do fun stuff? It just makes ourselves talk to each other more, basically. I know. So <laughs> we probably talk a little bit too much at times, either to each other or, to be honest, to ourselves. So now we just get to actually talk to all of you, which is going to be really, really fun. So what can you expect from our podcast? So we are going to be talking all things Disney, from the Disney parks to Disney rides to the best and worst food to different hotels and even just Disney news that comes out over time. This podcast is really going to be full of so many incredible, magical things. And if there's one thing that we can promise you right now, without a doubt, is that we are going to make you laugh along the way. I really hope I make a lot of people laugh. I have a good track record on the YouTube video, so I hope the podcast can bring the same. Yeah, I would agree. I think Corey is very, very good at like the quick one-liners. banter laugh, one-liners, that if you are following my YouTube channel, quick plug, it is at Brianna Tata on Instagram and YouTube, but he just gives a lot of these really funny one-liner dad jokes that unless you're really paying attention, you won't pick up on, but... Let me tell you, when you pick up on them and you watch our videos together, I promise you that we will definitely make you laugh. And let me tell you, when you pick on them, pick up on them, excuse me, you're welcome. Yeah, you are welcome because it's going to be great. But for today's episode, we are going to be talking about the basics. So we're going to be giving you a little bit of information about how long Corey and I have been together, a little bit about both of ourselves outside of our relationship and who we are. We're also going to talk about our Disney history aside from when we really found that love of Disney and how our combined love of Disney really started. But one thing that we definitely want to get straight throughout this podcast is that we are adults that go to Disney. We are not Disney adults. Yes. There is a true divide between the two and hopefully we can clear some things up because a lot of people misconstrue that think we are Disney adults and we're just like, no, you couldn't be more wrong. Yeah, I think, you know, I let's talk about this because first and foremost, there is a drastic drastic difference between a adult who goes to Disney and a full Disney adult. We do not have, you know, Disney blankets and a ton of things throughout our apartment or our home. If you walked into our living space of where we live, In Boston, in our 1,300-square-foot apartment, you would never know that we've ever even been to Disney unless you went through some of my hangers and saw Disney t-shirts or on our travel book shelf of different things that we collect when we travel internationally. But see, here's the thing. Having the shirts or, like, the bookshelf, that stuff is normal. For sure. Those are, like, mementos, if you will. A thousand percent. Enjoying the times that we spend together. It's just a a little memory. It doesn't consume our life where there are people that it truly consumes their life. Absolutely. And we couldn't be any more opposite of that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we both have a ton of other interests. You know, we're not made up of just Disney. It's just a place that we have really, you know, we've just really come to love it. And I think, you know, we're going to in this episode really talk about how our love of Disney came about. It was very, very recent and very, very abrupt. And it is probably the most drastically different Disney love story that anyone probably has. Dare I say happily ever after? The dare I I say hashtag RIP happily ever after because we're happily ever after fireworks stands. Yes. We really are. But we just wanted to get that out in the open. We love Disney. We're not full-blown, you know, Disney adults. We're not crazy about it. But let me tell you, we love 
love going to Disney. We have a lot of things to share today. So why don't we just dive right in? And why don't we talk about how long we've been together and just a little bit about us as a couple. Like we said, my name's Brianna. And I am Corey. And I'll be very upfront. I love how you tell how we met story a whole lot better than how I tell it. So I'm going to let you take the reins on that. Okay, so basically... Time travel back almost six years. I was. Can you believe that six years? No, it's really, really infancy. Gross. We were. My goodness. I know it feels like we've been together forever, but it's sometimes when I close my eyes, it feels like I yesterday. just met you yesterday. Yeah, which is just funny. But <laughs> basically, let's rewind six years <laughs> ago. <laughs> I was twenty years old. Corey was twenty-one, and we were at a leadership conference for my college and Corey's College, both of our alma maters, and we basically were coming together for this long weekend with a ton of other colleges around New England and doing a leadership conference. And I am not a morning person. I enjoy the mornings a little bit more recently as I've gotten older, but Corey, as you'll learn today, is a lover of morning, waking up early, going to the gym, and he just wakes up with elated amounts of energy and if someone talks to me 20 minutes after I wake up I turn into a nasty dragon for the entire day I'll be honest this is shocking we're recording this at 7 12 p.m this is the most vibrant I've been at this hour in so long for sure and I'm a <laughs> night owl like I absolutely love the nighttime but basically it was 8 a.m I was sitting at a table with a few friends of mine and it was 8 a.m and Corey came in chanting with his entire group of college, other members of this leadership leadership association, yelling and screaming at 8 a.m. And I looked over at my friend and I said, who in their right mind is screaming, yelling at 8 a.m. in the morning? Why is this happening? Come on, every normal URI alum screams, roadie, roadie, roadie at 8 a.m. I'm very confused here. Yeah, well, (laughs) for me... I was not a fan, and I turned around to see who was yelling, and there was Corey yelling, and I, you know, I said, looked over at my friend, which is just so funny to even say, looked over at her, and I said, oh my gosh, look at him, he was like, he's really cute, I, I'm going to marry that guy, and she looked over at me and was like, you are absolutely crazy, you've never spoken to him, you just were complaining that he was yelling and screaming, and Truly, the rest of that day was just so funny. The fate really just brought Corey and I together. Basically, later on that night, I hadn't really spoken to Corey all day. Corey and I, you know, obviously hadn't spoken, but we both ended up at the same party, not even supposed to be going to the party at all. I had zero interest in attending. Yeah, Corey had no interest in attending. And ultimately, we met that night. We talked for about two weeks and then two weeks later we were dating and he asked me out and the rest is history you definitely thought I was whack the entire time you know Corey was probably the first gentleman that I had ever ever been with so I feel like you're very welcome sir (laughs) kind sir um but Corey was really the first gentleman that I had been with he was very kind I am an absolute raging ball of fire I'm really feisty I'm really sassy I'm I'm sarcastic. She's downplaying to people. Yeah, well, I just, (laughs) yeah, that's like me saying it nicely. I really just am a lot to handle. And Corey was just very patient and he took everything with a grain of salt. And it really just made him even more amazing in my eyes. And so that's really how we met. Corey said, I love you after six days. We hadn't even been dating yet. And I mean, it is really just funny that we have now been together for almost six years this February. The heart knows what it wants. I'm not ashamed of saying it after six days. I know. Well, it's just, it's, we're really glad that we're still together because I could have also called you a psychopath if we stopped dating. I mean, I still am a psychopath. Yeah, that's true. Very, very true. (laughs) But that is a little bit about the two of us. I mean, we've been best friends now for six years. We do everything together. No one makes me laugh like Corey. My heart is so full, which I know you know, all the mushy gushy stuff, but we really are just the best of friends. We have so many fun times together. We travel really well together. And I'm just really grateful that I have somebody who lets me be exactly who I meant to be. And I just, I love you. And I think you're really cool. And I think we should stay together. 
I think we should because I really don't want to well. have to do all this again. That I, sounds like a jolly good idea. Okay, <laughs> jolly good idea. We'll stay together forever, and that's a little bit about us as a couple. And so now we'll tell you a little bit about us individually outside of our relationship. So Corey, who are you? Who am I? It's a very loaded question. Yeah, right. Very, very loaded. Well, basic, boring, but also usually my fun fact. I am born and was born and raised in the tiniest state of the Union of Rhode Island. Nope, not New York, the actual state in between Massachusetts and Connecticut. Yeah, which is like insanely common of, of a confusion that everyone thinks. Yeah. Um, I went to the University of Rhode Island, went to school for marketing. I am a full time salesman. I sell fantastic payroll, which I thoroughly enjoy doing. Yeah. Um and I think Brianna can easily say I am probably the most go-with-the-flow person oh, God, ever. Yeah. I don't need a plan. If something goes AWOL, I don't panic. Nope. I'm just like, we are here. We are going to deal with it. And hey, let's make the most of it. And Brianna is literally the meme with the fire around sitting. Yeah, <laughs> everything's fine, fine. But she's panicking. Yeah, I just have to say we could not be more polar opposite. I mean, I am the person that plans out meals every single day from lunch to dinner, plans out our trips every hour. I mean, technically I plan my meals too, but you're more right. the Disney meal planner. Every day meals, I, I do plan. Yeah, for sure. But I am someone who, when we have a plan, Corey has no problem Friday morning being like, oh, what do you feel like doing this weekend? And it could be Monday. And I'm like, okay, on Friday morning, we're going to do this. Friday afternoon, this. And then this on Saturday, and I have us extremely planned out. I really do love to plan, but I think it because it brings me joy. But that's why we're a great yin and yang, because you just let me plan everything. But I also love the spur of the moment planning, which makes it a little more exciting usually. I would agree with that. Yeah. For sure. Outside of my fantastic planning skills, which I have zero of, I thoroughly enjoy being on the water. Yeah. The goal in my life is to own a boat. I feel as though I'm the most happiest and at home whenever I'm on a coastal area which is at first I thought you were gonna say you're always the most at home when you're on a boat and I was like no I think we've been on one boat together in six years so have you just been miserable no no <laughs> no in, in a coastal area so that's so why by the water. I thoroughly am enjoying my time in Boston we're two feet from it yeah it's we great. are pretty close to the water <laughs> I'm a big golfer yeah and yeah that, <laughs> that's not Brianna's favorite thing but I thoroughly enjoy golfing I love practicing. I just love going out and play. I can't wait to play this weekend. It really annoys me how much I like it now because I did try to pick it up when I was younger and I just didn't take it seriously. I was a big baseball person. Yep. And I was just like, golf, it's for old people. And I'm just like, wow, here I am at 27 wishing I took it seriously because my 19 handicap is proving that I did not take it's it seriously. It's proving that you didn't take it serious. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I definitely love doing is also just trying new foods i'm a vast array of just fun interests that is that none of them go with each other i like cooking and trying new foods the other day i just tried out uh, braising a short rib which oh, was absolutely was spectacular so good i loved every second of you doing that because for me i like to try new things but i'm not a lover of really stepping outside of my comfort zone so the fact that Corey wants to try new recipes and looks them up and makes less work for me. Great. So, I mean, I like to cook too, but definitely I feel like you're the I'm the more that adventurous the that wants to try something new. Yes. And then when we both like it, then you're like, cool, let me learn it. And then I can cook it too. For sure. I'm more of the just out of the box person. Can't wait for the beef Wellington come the fall. Yeah. But here's the thing that I, you know what? We won't even go into the beef Wellington on this <laughs> podcast because we could spend hours talking about this. Corey loves to try new foods. The only things in this world that Corey does not like is a mushroom, which he's really getting into more recently. Not that he likes them, but he can tolerate them. When they're mixed in with a bunch of stuff. Yes. And eggplant. There are about four million things on this earth that I don't like. Mushroom being one. Um, hot dogs being another. Sausage. Anything sausage, in a casing, really. Eggs. Um, a lot more things that I don't like. Yeah, you do make it hard for me to try to pick out new things. Right. <laughs> so I love that Corey wants to try new recipes. And I am grateful that you will try new recipes, at least that I enjoy. You know what I mean? Like you never say, you know, we're going to have this just because I want to try it. But let me tell you, the idea of a beef Wellington, and then I promise we can move on. 
would love to know why someone thought, let's take this beautiful, delicious steak and wrap it in some bread. There's no reason. Puff There's pastry. What Puff pastry, a Pop-Tart, whatever kind of casing you're putting around that filet, why don't you just douse it in butter, throw it on my plate, and that's good enough for me. You know, it's, it's a British food item, so we can ask our in-house bread of Lewis and see what we can come up with. Yes, Lewis is one of our... One of our best friends that is British. So we can, uh, maybe we'll have him on one day. Just to have him talk. Just to have him talk. Love it. Next is going to be a little controversial to some people. And I'm going to kindly say, get over it. I am mm-hmm. a mammoth of a Boston Red Sox, go Sox, yep. New England Patriots, indeed. And also very random though, but I'm a big Premier League football guy. And I love Tottenham Hotspur Football Club. Yeah, you do love. And that really... Sports are constantly taking up our TV. We don't have cable, so now even more so. It's either the Golf Channel, Nesson, Sunday football, or weekly football. And on the weekends at the literal crack ass of dawn is Tottenham Hotspur because they're in England, so they play early. Five-hour difference, baby. So normally Corey will wake up on the weekends and watch that, and I am asleep. And, and I usually get me. some side eye when the alarm goes off at five of seven when they have a seven a.m. kickoff. Yeah, well, you know what? Like record. That's you know, technology no, has given us know, beautiful things. I in will life. never understand that because literally people say to me, "Oh, record the game." Why? I'm going to get alerts on my phone what the score Turn is. Turn the what alerts happened. off. That requires so much effort. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> it's more effort to wake me up and have me be a dragon. You are absolutely not wrong, but it's a risk I'm willing to take. Okay. Well. And then to round out me, because I know everyone is loving this so far, my favorite season is fall mm. for obvious reasons. Yep. The, photo, the photos that you can get, the ensembles you can wear, the food you eat, and the temperature. It's beautiful. And also, I mean, like, a fun thing is that, yes, I am a part of Brianna's YouTube. Granted, it's more you, her YouTube than mine, but I get to fully reap the benefit of her having a YouTube channel, and I thoroughly enjoy being on it. What would you say are the benefits that you reap from being on my YouTube channel? Um, fun travel experiences, and I know we're going to yeah. do more of those in the future. Yep. I love reading the comments and seeing people. Me too. That's like one of my favorite things. Enjoy and just enjoying like some random thing that I did, and they call out. And then also, it makes you happy. And if it makes you happy, then I'm happy. So I'm very much more than happy to be a part of something that you thoroughly enjoy. Well, I like that. That's good. So a little bit about me. I wrote that down. (laughs) You're good. So a little bit about me is I went to school for fashion, communication, fashion marketing. I absolutely, I love fashion. I love style. I love stepping outside of my comfort zone and trying new things now the downside of that is that Corey can attest i do probably get rid of clothes every six weeks and once i wear something once or twice it uh it hits the donation bin you know how people normally have a spring clean out and then a fall clean out yeah you have a month clean out yeah more what it is for sure and i think it's just because i enjoy trying new things the other thing is i have this really this is definitely a toxic trait but when i like something I buy it in every color. There was a pair, and I'll just use this as one example. Corey's like dying laughing. I have a pair of shorts from Old Navy that came out this year, and I bought one pair and enjoyed the way they fit. And then a week later, I went downstairs, and four more came in. I bought it in every single color. My favorite is when I go down to check the mail, and if I have a package, just one door opens. So how? Oh, our apartment building like works. They have like this package pickup concierge and it's like this metal tin door, but there's multiple doors. So for me, I pick a mine. It's a little like katink. That's the noise it makes. Then I check Brianna's and it's like katink, 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 katink. And I just come in. I just start laughing. She's like, how many boxes? And I'm like six. Yeah. So I am a lover of fashion, style, shopping. It's just something that I genuinely enjoy. And with that, I am a lover of all things neutral, black, white gray sand beige i really love all neutral colors to the normal person color i am not saying this it's a very like simple bland type of color scheme 100 percent. i take that as a compliment but you are able to accessorize so well where the contrast pops for sure and i would say more recently i have been into either a vibrant red in the summer 
or an army green in the fall and sometimes a maroon other than that you won't really find much other color in my closet i'm very much neutral simplistic style as i've gotten older these past few years i've really bumped up my basics so to Corey's point i can style a black t-shirt and jeans 155 different ways and I just feel like that's how where I feel most confident and where I enjoy expressing myself is in makeup and accessories because I found that when I would buy a statement top I was like meh I'm kind of over this the one thing I will say is about your fashion your buying sense your a lot of spending and shopping it at least has helped me out because I would say at least 90% of my entire wardrobe is a result of you shopping. So, like, thank goodness that I look good and don't look like a schmuck. Every yeah, day I mean, week. you're honestly, you're welcome. Because if it wasn't for me, you probably would. There are times we'll go into a store and I'll just be like, oh, I'll go into the men's section. I'll, I'll leave you be. And she's like, okay, not even 30 seconds later. I go back. I'm like, I don't even know why I left. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know what I'm doing here. Um, so aside from fashion and simplicity, Diet Coke is my biggest personality trait. Oh my God, it's running through your veins. And Chipotle is a close second. So I am absolutely obsessed with Diet Coke. I have one every day. Fountain McDonald's is superior to all. Fountain but always in, in Fountain any soft, always, soft yeah. soda beverage. Yeah. I was going to say Fountain Diet Coke is truly the best. And I can't live without having chipotle at least once or twice a week i just i love it and it's a very very strong personality trait of mine see for you i don't count those as one and two it's definitely like one a and, and then one b one lowercase a yeah <laughs> i would agree i just you know diet coke is just a strong personality trait of mine there's not a day that goes by where you don't have one no there's not and I also absolutely more recently, I would say within the last year to year and a half, is I have really dove back into reading. I absolutely love to read. It's something that I used to do as a little kid, and I always really enjoyed reading. And specifically right now in my adult life, my absolute favorite thing to read is any thrillers. And Sherry Lapina is one of my favorite authors. I just absolutely love, love, love her writing. So I'm really into books these days. I just got a Kindle, so we'll see if I if I turn into a Kindle girl. I love that you love to read, and I applaud anyone who loves to read because I am the first person on the face of the earth. There's probably a decent percentage with me in here that would rather chop off their feet than to pick up and read a book. Yeah, you're not a reader. I can't stand it. And... Also, similar to Corey, fall is by far my absolute favorite season. I love the weather. I love the colors. My birthday's in the fall. And really, I am living my best life in fall. But a very, very close second. Almost like not a 1A, 1B situation, but like a 1 and then a 1.7 is summer. I love the warm weather. I absolutely love it. So I would definitely say summer is my second, but fall forever stands true. It's because you are the most at home at a beach. For sure. 100%. The Bri beach is my second home. Brianna is full-blown Italian, or if you ask her father, she's half Italian, half Sicilian. So her skin is literally as olive as can be. Yep. And this I'm basically green. You literally can tan in five minutes where yep. I burn in five minutes. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I can, I'm actually kind of shocked to see that fall is your number one because I easily would have guessed summer. Well, it's fall. And I also love to travel. I mean, Corey and I both do. We're going to talk about our love for travel, but I traveled in 2017 out of the country for the first time to Greece and it gave me the travel bug, which is a very, very expensive bug and illness to have i like uh, i have so many expensive hobbies travel golf is a very expensive hobby i, know, I don't which, know why i don't choose cheap things yeah but you know what it's just it's a part of our life and i've been all over the world i've been all over the u.s and i just absolutely love to travel if i could constantly be traveling i would be it's just something i love and another plug i have a youtube channel and a lot of it has been disney related which we'll kind of talk about in a little while but my YouTube channel, I've always wanted to start one. I wanted to start one pre-COVID and just thought, no, I don't want people to make fun of me. I don't really want to do that. And then I thought, why the hell do I care what anyone thinks? So I started a YouTube channel, which started out as technically 
our our first Disney trip, which we're going to talk about a little bit We planned a trip and you're like, let's YouTube it. Yeah. And I was like, cool. So I went to Best Buy, bought a camera and brought it to Disney. Again, we're going to really talk about that through the rest of this episode. But I... I have a YouTube channel. I love it. It's definitely a mix of lifestyle, travel, a lot of Boston weekend vlogs. I've been into vlogging a little bit more than some sit-down videos. That's been, you know, really nice. But, I mean, I really love to do YouTube. I think it's really fun. And it's, you know what, I would say, and we'll talk about this too, the reason why I think I have enjoyed YouTube so much is imagine when you close your eyes and you get to re- visit or remember or rewatch memories of you on a vacation with your significant other with your friends with your family and now imagine actually being able to watch those memories back and I feel like there's so many things that we have been able to vlog and there will be random nights where Corey and I will watch some of our old travel vlogs together because it's just fun to remember those memories and actually be able to watch those memories back, right? Like we can't go into our minds and rewatch memories, but when you vlog and when you are filming your memories, it it's just really, really lovely to be able to do. It's the new version of the camcorder, if that's what it was called. I think I'm really outdating myself here. Is well, that what it's called? Well, what A camcorder? I was born in '95. Am I? Well, am I? I guess I'm just before my time here. But it. Vlogging is like a camcorder. It's just a different camera. It's not not any different. I guess more what I'm saying is that like people just filmed it and just to have like just to have it. But then you do have to go through like the process. Videos. Exactly. You have to go through. But then the process of putting it on a DVD or back in the day, it was a VHS. Yeah, VHS. And then you go through that. But then unfortunately, they rot in the basement where it's like these. Chaos I just is, dropped a chaos is happening here. <laughs> I guess it's more of like a. It, they're easy access to just for us to just like consistently relive our memories and see how we've grown together to see how we've grown in our past Disney experiences and just through life. And another reason of me reaping the benefit of being a part of the YouTube channel is to have those memories and to watch back and to relive those. Absolutely. I mean, it's so fun to see our first trip and our first travel experiences compared to now. It's it's just really fun to to relive. But now what I would love for us to do is why don't we talk a little, about, a little bit about our own individual Disney history? So we both didn't just kind of wake up one day and say, Disney, Disney for lifers, adults that go to Disney, right? We both have and have had such different Disney childhood experiences that it's really funny that neither of our childhood experiences, I feel... Heavily involved. Disney. Heavily involved, no. But um, for me, at least, I was... A competitive cheerleader so we used to travel to florida to espn wide world of sports every year to compete and we did that for about four four summers and i have a mom and a dad and a brother and my brother and i are 10 years apart so it was normally just me my mom and my dad and we would travel down to florida and because of our family dynamic and how busy we were my brother and i are 10 years apart we never went on a on a big vacation we just it was just we were always so busy my mom was a cheerleading coach for our town locally I cheered for my town locally I was a competitive cheerleader traveling all over the United States my dad was a football coach my brother was a football player and on top of working full-time jobs both my parents we were just always so so busy so the idea of going on a full family vacation every year was just not in the cards so when my parents and I would travel when I was cheering competitively we would use our one free day after the competition was done we would go to Magic Kingdom because if you only have one day in Disney you're not going anywhere else but Magic Kingdom so I have been to Magic Kingdom four times as a kid I went basically four I think it was four or five years in a row and it was only a day trip. I mean, I had never done anything else at Disney besides going in Magic Kingdom and out Magic Kingdom. And I had done one or two character breakfasts, not to my knowledge, but I have photos of it. But I mean, that was the only thing that I ever did as a kid that involved Disney outside of, you know, watching the movies and the TV shows and my favorite princess of all time being Ariel. There was nothing else in my day to day or 
you know, my parents being Disney lovers and bringing us as a family. We just, that was really my only, like, Disney history as a kid. Yeah, for me, I mean, I mean, I was very fortunate because I went to, I granted, I went to Disney once, but I did the full shebang. Like, yeah. We went for the week-long trip. This was back in 2004. It was actually for my ninth birthday. It wasn't for my birthday. We just went during that time. It was a Christmas present. But we went for the week. We stayed at Caribbean Beach, specifically in Jamaica. Which is a dream of ours to stay there again. And it's kind of funny to think that that was a new resort. At the time. At the time. But then, so like we did all the parks, even both water parks, because everything was there and we did everything. Like my sister, my mom and dad, like we did everything. But that was really it. We didn't it was travel like a one after and done. that. I mean, unfortunately, my parents both got divorced when I turned 10. And then it just didn't ultimately, we, we just never traveled after that because it just wasn't in the cards. Right. So, it, I mean, it, but I was very fortunate enough and very happy that I was able to do a full-blown Disney trip. But just like you, traveling wasn't in the cards, just in my youth at all. Right. And I feel like, you know, our stories are where they're similar in the fact that we both didn't have very large, you know, Disney upbringings. We didn't go every year or every other year, or quite honestly, even me on a full blown Disney vacation and you not even going more than twice. It was just never something that we, as we got older, kept close to us because we were so young at, at really the time that we went. And then ultimately what happened was Corey and I, you know, we met in 2017 and a year into our relationship, 2018 in March, we went on spring break and my dad lives in Florida. My parents are still married, but my dad lives in Florida right now to help support our family. And we, at that point, went to Florida to visit my dad for spring break. You know, Corey had graduated about eight months prior. He was looking for a job. I was still in school. So where we wanted to go on spring break, we weren't going anywhere expensive. I mean, we barely had five dollars. I mean, we our dates were like McDonald's to get McFlurries. Spring not... break is a loose term. We're not spring breakers. Oh, no, we're no, just no. like, oh, we're going on vacation. Oh, we're going <laughs> on vacation during a break that just so happens if to you fall catch me in the a, spring. If you catch me in a loud bar with a bunch of drunk people, I must have hit been, me over I, yeah. the head with a frying pan I must have from been, the kitchen because something wrong is there. happening. Yeah, I must have been dragged because I would never do that in my own choosing. But we ended up going to magic kingdom for the day in 2018 on spring break because we thought well we don't have too much money why don't we just why don't we just go for the day you know we'll go to magic kingdom we'll enjoy it we're in florida my dad is you know from west palm so it's about a two and a half hour ride to orlando and we thought you know what let's just go for the day and we did we had a great time and then we never thought about going back you had the audacity at the end of that so since i drove we woke up at what 4 a.m drove up oh god yeah and then we didn't set foot back into the house until like what? I think it was 1, 1 30 1 30, 2, 2 a.m. And you had the audacity to take a end of day this. selfie. Selfie on Snapchat. On Snapchat. Hashtag and I'm like, I am going to sleep where the last hour of this, this car, car ride, ride, I was you like were about to asleep. fall asleep. So we basically, we, we went to Magic Kingdom for the day and we, we went and that was that. We never thought about going back again. We just went because it was something to do. We went because it was something to do. We thought it would be a fun experience to have with each other. And ultimately that summer, so that's March. Now let's fast forward to June. Three months later, we started working in Boston in cor corporate America. Corporate America. Yeah. And we both started in our professional career and we actually started working at the same company, which was kind of a fluke thing. It just so happened. And that company was an international travel company. I'm currently still there. I'm still working there. And we started traveling internationally with work. I had traveled to England, France, and Spain that summer. Corey had traveled to Ireland, Scotland, Northern Ireland, and, and England that summer. Mm -hmm. And we weren't traveling together, but we you know, had traveled individually. And then we fast forward to the summer of 2019, we both traveled Europe. We traveled five countries together for two and a half weeks. And we, where did we go that summer? We went to, so you met me at the end of my tour in Barcelona. Yes. We then went to Mallorca. Which is an island off the coast of Spain. Stunning. If you've never been or oh, need gosh. something to do, yes. go there, please. For sure. We then went to uh, Sevilla. In Spain. In yep. Spain. 
And then after that, we went to Algarve, which is the southern coast of Portugal. Yep. And then we finished off in Amsterdam. Yeah. And then we came home. And we have also been to London, England together. We our went for favorite. our favorite. We went to London in December, or excuse me. Yeah, December no- of 2019. Yeah. Well, technically, it was both. We went for Thanksgiving uh, yeah, because yeah. in England, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving. So we ended up getting, getting great flights. We traveled with my best friend, Angela, who I've been best friends with for 20 years now. She's that been- was one of our more favorite Thanksgivings. Yeah. I mean, we had I made tacos for us we in, made our tacos in our Airbnb flat because everything was like basically closed. And we kind of went for the holidays. We had an absolutely lovely trip. And we loved it so much that that November of 2019... I surprised Corey for our, at that point, three, maybe it was three year 2019. or four no, year. No, no, we were about to be three years. So I surprised Corey for our three year anniversary and I booked us another trip to go back, stay at the exact same Airbnb for December of, the of 2020. Year. Yep, the following year of 2020 and we all know what happened then. Yeah, December 2020, if you want to put that into uh, into your brain for a hot moment. Uh, we're in the full brunt of COVID. COVID. <laughs> yeah, we're in the full brunt of COVID. And ultimately, we were scheduled to travel to London in December of 2020. And of course, it was canceled because because COVID hit and no one was traveling. No one was going anywhere. I had a really, I had a decent sized voucher. I, I booked us flights on Delta. And because we started working from home through the pandemic of COVID, we ended up moving out of the city and we moved in with my mom, which was one of the best things for us, I think, for the longevity of us financially. And because we were living with my mom, we decided, all right, let's go to Florida. Let's visit my dad. We had been at my mom's for about, what, six months at, at this that point, point? So we moved in at the end of August. Yep. So like August September 29th. 1st. Yeah. So September 1st. And then we went mm, May? May? No. No, we went March. to my dad's in March, like March, March 1st. Yes. So a few months, you know, we're both bad at math, so you can do the math. But we went to visit my dad in Florida and we were itching to travel. And that's why, number one, we went to my dad because we were just itching to travel. We could work remote. Why not work from the warm climate when you couldn't even go outside in New England in the freezing tundra? Best decision ever. ever. Like truly the best decision that we made was doing that. And we were itching when i say itching to travel there has not been a time since Corey and i started internationally traveling in 2019 that we had gone longer than six to eight months either traveling to florida to visit my dad less than that traveling to europe or traveling myself i traveled to panama november of 2019 i was in europe more than i was in the united states i spent you were 10, on a, no, you were on a plane more than you were than in was, your apartment. Yes, we were. I was traveling. I had been to about four or five countries that month with work and for personal travel. And ultimately, I looked at Corey one day when we were in Florida. At that point, you know, so grateful for my mom and my dad for letting us move back into my mom's. But we weren't paying rent. We weren't paying too many bills. We were saving a lot of money. We were very grateful. And ultimately, I looked over at Corey and I said, "Why don't we?" We're itching to travel. We're itching to do something. Why don't we just... And things in the U.S. at this time started becoming more loose, granted. Still prevalent, but but looser. And we could not get on a plane anywhere out of the United States. You could not travel yet. And ultimately, I looked at Corey and said, why don't we book a Disney trip? Like, why don't we just go to Disney? We're already in Florida with my dad. My parents are graciously letting us stay at my mom's. We're not paying anything in rent. We've saved a good amount of money so far. Let's go on a real vacation. And because we can't travel internationally right now, why don't we go to Disney? It's the only place that we could travel to that we felt safe through the pandemic as COVID was lifting and as we were still really navigating a global pandemic and traveling. And from there it began. Down the rabbit hole we went. Yeah. And and really from there it began. So ultimately what ended up happening was we had booked a trip for April of 2021. And my grandfather ended up passing. Love you up there, Papa. Hope you're doing well. I know you're looking down. But my grandfather ended up passing. And so we ended up having to move our trip. And we ended up going in May instead. I had you know, rearranged everything. We were we were going in May of 2021. And that's when I looked at Corey and said, 
I want to start this YouTube channel, so why don't we vlog our trip? I'm, we might as well start somewhere. Why don't I take the camera on this trip, and we'll see how it goes. And let me just say, shout out to Disney's customer service during that whole oh God, yeah. debacle of a few weeks. Just with everything that was going on, they were so accommodating. It was the easiest switch. There were zero headaches. I think literally everything was accomplished in one phone call. I was so, so blown away by how absolutely amazing they were. Now, I know things are different now. I, I've waited on the phone for numerous hours with Disney, but they were so incredible in this moment. I, I just... It, it makes me speechless at just how amazing they were. But ultimately, we went to Disney in May of 2021 because our London trip got canceled and because we were itching to travel and we wanted to do it safely that we and I don't want to say it in this way because I don't mean it like this, but we had no other option. I mean, we had no other place to go other than where? the state of Florida. Yeah. And the other thing was. I, you know, with COVID, people were getting stranded places. You know, people weren't being, you know, sometimes allowed on planes if they were testing and whatnot. And I said, listen, my dad lives in Florida. So if anything happened, like anything under the sun, he could truly come pick us up from any place in this state and we would be safe and we'd have a place to stay. And we were not willing to risk financially or just for our own health and safety, really anything that was going to jeopardize us being able to come back to my mom's or lead a regular life as we were trying to navigate through the pandemic. And ultimately, we went on that trip in May and we never looked back. We never we truly we've never looked back. It's Why been, do I feel as though we booked another one a week after we got back? So it wasn't because I'm pretty week, sure that's what it happened. but it was it wasn't a week after we got back, but we booked another trip. So we got back May 21st, and by June 24th, we had a December trip booked back. We're crazy. <laughs> and we and it began. And I think really what, at least for me, what got me addicted to Disney is there is just something so incredible about being an adult that works 40 hours a week that pays bills that when I go to Disney I am so elated with joy and happiness and smiles and I I'm going to trademark this right now because I have said this at work to colleagues to Corey to so many people I already know what you're about what to I'm going to say there is a vacation of the mind mm -hmm. and a vacation of the body and a vacation of the body is when me and Corey sit on the beach and I read a book all day and I drink a pina colada and I just sit. My body's relaxed. I'm not doing anything. I'm just enjoying being. I'm relaxed. Okay, that's a vacation of the body. Then you have a vacation of the mind. And a vacation of the mind is when you feel like time doesn't exist. Your phone doesn't exist. You know, magic is real and your inner child that, you know, we don't get to be kids for a long time. And granted, Corey and I are 25 and 27. Corey's 27. I'm 25. We're still kids. We have so much life left in us for sure. But there is something about having a vacation of your mind and seeing the magic and seeing Minnie and Mickey Mouse wave to you and seeing all of the joy and these princesses and the things that you grew up with as a child in front of you that there's just it, it there's just a difference there's you know when you're going to Disney you're not going to sit at the pool and walk around the park for two hours. You know, you're moving. And we're travelers. We're not vacationers. It's so funny to think of when you go to Disney that it's basically a de-stressor, at least for us. For sure. But that is the most 
chaotic de-stressing ever. Oh, it's from it, the planning. Disney is to chaotic energy. Just being in whoa, the whoa, park. Whoa, hold on. Wait, what? Don't even say from the planning. I okay. Listen, because I know I don't plan. Let me tell you but something, I deal with let me tell you, you something, Linda. Planning. You don't plan anything. I know I don't. Great. And I will gladly always gladly say own that. Gladly up. All right. But just say it. Don't let the people think that you're doing the work. Just as stressful and more strenuous, I deal with you planning. <laughs> and there valid. is a massive job that okay well that. you know i think that's that's valid uh noted so the fact that this organized chaos is the most soothing thing oh, to our what? mind can we say that again organized organized chaos. chaos disney is organized chaos basically but it's joyful organized chaos oh my god i love every second of every day whether it is a hundred degrees now with a hundred percent humidity, well, I am having. I am saying for me, all right. <laughs> I am having the time of my life. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I understand hundred degrees and hundred percent humidity. Some people in the group need air conditioning and Diet Coke. Granted, I need some as well. But absolutely, I have not met a time at the Walt Disney World Resort where I didn't have a smile from ear to ear on. I would agree. I mean, there are days where. Corey and I are smiling and laughing so hard that I feel like Space Mountain. My cheek we'll talk about that in a podcast, but our our cheeks and our face hurts from smiling. And I think there is just there's no joy like true Disney joy. And I think enjoying life for the little and the big moments is so important. It's something I try to live by. You know, we only have this one life. You should be able to do the things that you want to do that bring you joy, no matter what anyone anyone else thinks I'm authentically myself and I just I just don't care I have that kind of attitude about myself but Disney gives you the little moments and the big moments every single day to no end they truly allow the outside world to be completely shut off and you can be yourself 100% and I think we get the question a lot at least I've gotten it and I know Corey can say the same I mean, we get asked by friends, we get asked by family, we get asked by people on social media, on our vlogs, like, what makes you, as grown adults, pick Disney World? We get that all the time. It's because people automatically put it into the category of, it is for children. Yes. But for our experiences... It is very much more for adults than it is for children. Yes, you have the characters there that is the little kid aspect. And you do have the rides that is little kid's aspect. Take the characters out of it. It is a theme park. And what do adults do? They go to theme parks and have fun. Absolutely. And I think here's the thing that I think a lot of adults don't understand fully or comprehend fully until you've actually gone to Disney as an adult with no kids. But when you're there, it truly is such a joyous time. I mean, you are up early. You're on the rides. You're trying the new foods. Time does not exist. You, you don't even know what day it is when you've gotten to the third day of your trip. You you're just you check your phone and all of a sudden it's a Thursday at 4 o'clock. You just have Thank no Thank goodness idea. for the My Disney Experience app telling me I have to check out that day. <laughs> I know because, I mean, you know what? One of these days I'm just not going to check out. But I just, you know, we get asked, right, all the time, why do you choose to keep going back? And every time we go, it's different. Every time there's something new, there's something for everybody. There's something for the person that loves to try new food. There's something for the person that wants to learn and learn about history. I mean, there's history of Disney in every single park, areas of opportunity where people can learn and, and dive into the history of, of how Disney was created and and a lot more about it. But I just think for me, you know, it's just different and it brings you a lot of joy. And you know what? The other thing that's important to mention here is Corey and I are not vacationers. We are, we're, we're travelers. And what we mean by vacationers is we... Our first, our, not our first choice is to go to a Caribbean island and no. sit on the beach no for interest. seven days. I have absolutely zero interest in that. Granted, I have been to the Bahamas with my mom and sister. It was an absolutely lovely trip. I was going insane of how bored I was. I can't do it. Yeah. And I think, you know, for me, 
especially of us being in this is at least my my thought and there's a lot of people that kind of differentiate this but for me I in New England in the summer can sit at the beach and enjoy the water and read a book right from New England why would I go and do that in the Bahamas I mean when we travel internationally 90% of the time we're nowhere near water I mean when Corey and I traveled internationally together I mean let's just use Sevilla as an example we were nowhere smack dab in the middle of Spain yeah we were nowhere near the water we lit like literally every single day we were up at 7 30 we came back for dinner one night because we hadn't eaten a home-cooked meal in two and a half weeks after being on the road and then we would go out again because we were just exploring the city. I mean, we are just not people that sit still. And where I like to sit still and I want to enjoy, it's just for me in my stage of life right now, when we are traveling and of course when, you know, COVID lifts a little bit more and we can start traveling a little bit more internationally as we can right now, but you know, that's for that's for another podcast episode we can talk about all about our travels, but we're just people that travel and really what got us addicted to Disney in the first place was it was just this overwhelming sense of joy and happiness that I just want to always relive and that is what really got us addicted and now we are truly hooked. It's kind of crazy to think that the thing that was the only option to do yeah that in the beginning we were just we just settled to do it just to give us something, something to, to do, do turned into this turned into this i mean it turned into something so big exactly i mean we so let's just put this into consideration here but we traveled to disney may 18th of 2021 today's date is august third august third august third we have been to disney may of 2021 december of 2021 march of 2022 with my dad and april 2022 for your birthday so we have been to disney on four separate occasions in almost one calendar year because we just have so much joy i mean technically when you put it in the big picture it was less than a calendar year it was 11 months because it was made in April. Oh yeah, I guess I'm I'm considering that. And the minute we came back in June of this year, we booked a trip to go back in September. We're going for 11 days, our longest trip that we've ever done. So, I would say yeah, you know, we we got addicted. We got the Disney bug. We've got the travel bug and now we've got the Disney bug and now truly we it's more, are more slapped us in the face than yeah, did I mean, us. Yeah, definitely yeah, it didn't hit. It was like a bus coming right through and just yeah it hit both me and Corey really hard but it's been absolutely amazing and ultimately for that reason we love talking about Disney we love going to Disney we love really a lot of things about Disney and we are adults who go to Disney on vacation and that is why we decided to start the Magic at Home podcast and we truly can't wait to share our memories, reminisce in the good times, any tips and tricks that we can provide. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, it's all going to be here. Yeah. On this one little magical corner of the internet. So thank you all so much for listening to episode one. Welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you here and signing off. I'm Brianna. And I am Corey. And thanks so much for listening to the Magic at Home podcast. And we will see you in the next one. Toodles. Bye.